go. This is uh, episode 40. We made it. We're I, ending it's here. A, 40. It's a, I like an hour like that because it's almost like a like an anniversary kind of deal. God, I hope we're not ending at 40. This no, I'm not saying uh, ending at 40, but I like to be a part of a... Like a, a round number like that. This is this is the anniver- This is the fourth anniversary of ten episodes. How about that? Yeah, man, it's better than like <laughs> episode thirty-seven or episode forty-two. You're just a number, but yeah. episode forty. Yeah. It's not like fifty or hundred or one, but forty still's got. Yeah, yeah, ten more. Fifth anniversary tens. I'm gonna come back and just crash that tenth, <laughs> the fiftieth one. Sounds good. So this is no laugh track. Acme's official. Not like there's a knockoff, but this is Acme's podcast. My name's Justin Severson, the host here with you. You already heard his voice, Kevin Bozeman. I like to talk before I'm introduced. There's, that's perfectly all right. You're not the first one to do that. I'm sure you won't be the last. <laughs> it's happened many times. There's no good. There's no uh, official. F- Flow. There's the word of the night, Kevin. Oh, my, that's my favorite word. <laughs> I just like your flow, man. Your flow. Thank you. But you know what? My flow is not flowing right now because you're interrupting. <laughs> yes, uh, we're recording this Wednesday night after uh, Kevin's first night headlining here this week at Acme. And uh, I attended the show. And what I'm referring to with the flow is there was a girl. I'm staring at the seat she was sitting in right now, but she's long gone because. Uh, Everyone's pretty much in the bar. Have gone home, and uh, yeah, somebody wanted to help out with the show tonight, huh, Kevin? It's not. You know what? That those things don't even bother me. I'm glad that the club tells people to shut up. But if they told her to be quiet, but she could only do it for so long, right? Like she was able to be quiet for like ten minutes, but then she was just like, "I I gotta start talking again." Yeah, like I can't. She couldn't. Like hold I it can't. In. I can't shut up. Bubbled, she, it bubbled like, over. Like she's just like, I cannot. I cannot physically shut up. And I was Ma'am, to- you have to shut up. I can't. That's what she's like. I can't, <laughs> I can't you don't understand. I can't shut up. I have to talk. She can't. Yeah, like uh, like when I tell my kids to keep their hands to themselves. Like, sit on your hands then. Really? Sit on, sit on them. Yeah. I want to see you just sit on. Sit, sit still. You yeah. can't say, uh, sit on your face. It's not going to work. Right. Like, right. She's yeah, gonna, either going to have to leave. Right. Or- I, I hope I hope they break up for this though. I really do. She's there with a guy, and they got into it, and he stormed off. What's, did he? I, see, I he was laughed. The back. He stormed off and laughed, that. and then she was there. And I I hope they break up. I was like, you know, and I said like, you could tell like right away. The good thing about this is you know that she's not a keeper. <laughs> like that was the best part. Like, like I, you can tell right now. This is like this is embarrassing <laughs> you for now, but you know that she's not a keeper. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, "We've been together for six years already, but yeah, but that's but this is where it ends. This is it's this is it. This is this is your swan song." <laughs> I right love that you said. Please post about this. I want to read how this <laughs> ends. Read. Yeah, I tell him just please post what happens the rest of your life. I want to find you. <laughs> it all changed that night, March and Ac- at Ac- yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, man, I but I'm used to it, man. I I think my in a way it's true what she says. Like I. I'm a magnet for hecklers. Yeah. Like people want, like, I very seldom have a show where I can just tell jokes and stuff. People feel like they get, I think that people get really comfortable and then they just start feel like, all right, let's, let's have a conversation with them. <laughs> it's you, man. It's, yeah, it's, you're right. It is like, you. Cause like, you're not the angry black. You're not intimidating black. the crowd. No, I'm not. I'm Come not. I'm, my jokes are like, 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 even though I might say mean stuff, they're said with a smile. Yeah. And it's, and it's you commented on it. You even pointed out, like, right. I got a smile. Come on, right. man. Look at this smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, you're, 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 you're taking me, making everybody too comfortable. It's your fault. 
Yeah, I, I get it. That's what, but that's why when I get heckled, I, I'm not all like, "Oh, can you just shut up?" I'm like, "All right, let's deal with it." That was one of the best, uh, best jobs I've ever seen someone do. Well, thank you. I, really, thank I, that you. was <laughs> it was so funny, and it wasn't. Uh, it didn't get uncomfortable. Like things can get uncomfortable, and you know, well, even when not it for did, me, like, maybe it did for her. But when it did, even a little bit, it was very funny. Like, <laughs> well, even like even then, I was just like, all right, now we're about to get uncomfortable for yeah, a little yeah. bit. Like you gotta you gotta call it when dealing with a heckler. I believe that you have to. The important thing is to show them how stupid they are. Yeah. So when they say something, you have to repeat it so everyone hears. So there's nobody like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then they hear what they're saying. And then you have to bring everything that's happening. Like, people hate you right now. Everybody's looking at you. And then you just, you have to bring the light. Yeah. Like, how they're not good for this show. But it's weird. <laughs> it was, she was over the top. Like, I mean, they told her to be quiet. And then she got quiet. And then I, I looked over like three minutes later and she was sitting there in a mean mood. Like, like yeah. I was having a good time. But then like 10 minutes later, she was back to laughing and stuff. And then I go, yeah, she's not going to, she's not going to stay quiet. Well, we, uh, my girlfriend and I, you know, we were out, uh, before the show at the bar mm-hmm. and she, we were actually out, out there during the, uh, you know, like the, the MC was still on, or was on stage mm-hmm. and we were having something to eat. And, uh, well, you were out there, you know, and that girl. I don't know if you saw her when she was out there. No, I didn't. But that same, our same gal from the audience here was outside ordering a drink or something, complaining, actually. Like, uh. before, like, the show had started before you went on stage. In any case, she used a phrase I've never heard before. She was complaining about the last round of drinks she got. And she's like, it just wasn't, how do I say it? It just wasn't friendly. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, it's supposed to be a buttery whatever, and it just, like, wasn't friendly. I've never heard that. No. I've heard drinks being flat or heard drinks being too strong, but friendly. I guess friendly means it's too strong. It must be. Like, if it's not friendly, it's too strong. So kudos to Acme for pouring stiff ones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I never say that, and I don't think I'm gonna even hit. even when it's too strong. I never say that. <laughs> I go, I just go. You're just gonna have to build up a tolerance to yeah. that. Like and I, don't, I, I don't think I'm gonna. Are you gonna adopt friendly now that you, you absolutely? Learned that? Not. I would never adopt anything. I wouldn't adopt her if she was homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, that's not friendly. It's <laughs> not friendly. I, I, I was saying the mean shit to her, and she was just like, "Bring it." She was trying to show me her cleavage and everything. Oh. She's I definitely ridiculous. couldn't see that from the back. There was a girl sitting back uh, near us that towards the end of the show, she said, um, he's so disgusting. But the way she said it, it was like laughing. Like, she's so disgusting. I, I like to push the envelope. I do like to push the envelope. I like to, to not, I like to make people uncomfortable with how they view. Like, I want people to rethink how they view their lives. That's, that's my, that's my, that's how what i try to do with my comedy that's my purpose really i want people to rethink how they view their lives doesn't mean they have to redo their lives i want them to rethink to reevaluate how you see yourself as a person that's why i say things in my act like the worst thing you can do is not know who you are as a person or i say things like you may not think i'm funny but afterwards you grab your wife and like you and i we need to talk like, because I want you to, like, I want you to think about, because I talk about, I'm not, I'm not some Emo Phillips. 
uh, Hannibal Burris kind of comic where I talk about things this way out. I talk about everyday things, but I try to give it a perspective oh, yeah. that makes you rethink how you saw it. Like however you think you saw yourself or your situation, I'm about to say something that's going to make you rethink it. And in there, I push the envelope and sometimes like I, I say things for the effect of it. Like I know that I don't have to be push it dirty or yeah. blue at that point there were but some I things that it. were descriptive <laughs> right i do it just to to bring it to bring it in and plus it's good to see what you can get away with yeah like it's good it's good to know your boundaries it's got to be fun to make people squirm i don't want them to just squirm i want them to laugh have a good time i want them to have the full range of emotions like i want them to laugh but i also want them to think and i also want them to be uncomfortable with who they are wow that's deep man where did this come from it's just how i just how i grown as a person and and your comedy reflects who you are as a person unless you're a character yeah, like your character act, and that's obviously the last thing you want to be is character. No, I'm not. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not a character. Yeah, I'm not a character. That's how it's always been. I mean, I've always been a joke dude. I, I just, I, I haven't always written the smartest jokes. Like, I mean, as you, <laughs> you, you know, as you evolve, you, right. you just become. Right. You know, I didn't have, like, I was never a, a comedy guy. Like no? I knew I could make people laugh, but I never went to comedy clubs or took a comedy class to know what you should and shouldn't do. So I learned by going to clubs and going to one-nighters and stuff, and then I learned, like, oh, this is my voice. But before, like, you know, I'd say whatever it took to get a laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, I, but then once, you, once you evolve as a person then your comedy should evolve with you as a person. Which is why, like, when I say jokes, like, I'll say a joke from 2005 that won't get near the response it does now that it did in 2005. Because at that point in 2005, I believed in that joke, so I said it with conviction. Oh, okay. Like, this is the funniest mm-hmm. thing I got. Mm-hmm. But now, I may it may not be... It may be because I don't feel that way anymore. Right. So I'm saying a joke and it's really just a joke. And I feel like it comes across. It's like, I'm just saying a joke. There's no real meaning behind it. Like, what I don't if you feel that way. What if you were like in uh, Journey, the band Journey, you have to play I Don't mean, you Stop Believing. you got to give a better reference. Now, look, I'm a well-adjusted man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I mean, serious, I'm a well-adjusted man. And I know Journey, but I mean, I think... I think for what one if, is way different for musicians than comics. What if, what if you're Snoop Dogg and people right. are requesting gin and juice? And they don't drink gin and juice anymore. No, but that's a different. That's music and comedy is is two different things. Music, like it's a. I mean, like he might go, I don't drink alcohol or anymore, so I don't want to promote that sort of lifestyle. Or like like Jay Z says, because he had a daughter now. 
he doesn't use the word bitch anymore. Oh, right. Anything, which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous because, like, if I was his mother, I would feel like shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would be not every, not every, like, if I was his wife yeah. or his mother, I'd be like, oh, now you don't use the word bitch. Oh, you still, you can still <laughs> right. say it to me. Right? Beyonce. But, but, right, right. But your mother and then I would, if that was Beyonce <laughs> and his mother, I would. But I think it's different for, I think it's different for musicians. This is the one thing, like, I don't really quote uh, comics and stuff, and I think everybody has their own philosophy, but Eddie Murphy said this once, and I truly believe it's true. He said that stand-up comedy is the truest form, it's the purest art form of entertainment, mm-hmm. just because you know where you stand right away. I say a joke, I know where it stands. No, yeah. There's no... Uh, I wonder what they think. They didn't laugh, yeah. so I know they laugh. They I know that they like it. With a band, if you go see a local band, you'll be in the back talking with a friend, chatting, yeah. and then they'll be like, what do you think of the band? They're a great band. You can be enjoying them, but you're not sitting there with a lighter and holding it up. Right, right. But stand-up comedy, you know where you stand, and you know where you stand every 10 to 12 seconds, which is, what, which is right around where my... Expect the time laughs are. Yeah? Really? Every 10 to 12 seconds. Every 10 to 12 seconds, I should be getting a laugh. How, how do, you, do you time it out? Is that that's just your goal? It's my, that's interesting yeah, you said that. You know, it's crazy. It's like my flow. I, I do have a flow. Yeah. And she was right. Like, I do have a flow, but you need to keep that shit to yourself. What if she would have said, I'm really into your every 12-second flow of a If she would have said that shit, I would have fucking, I would have, I would have fucked her in the bathroom. <laughs> Just from principle, like yeah, I'm yeah. like I'm gonna, you are I'm, gonna I'm gonna have sex with you, you ugly <laughs> troll, just because <laughs> you get my flow. You know, she's you're tall, man. She's really short. I don't know if you noticed. I will that work for you? I don't even when I'm up on stage. I don't even think like my like I want to do my job. Like I'm up there to do a job. So when people scream stuff out. They are saying to you, stop doing your job and pay attention to me. It's mm-hmm. almost like a. Like, I have a restaurant, and when someone heckles me, they're saying, like, I'm complaining about the food that you're serving me right now. So I'm coming to talk to you, and there's other people in line, and like, hey, we like to order. And she's like, but these, these, you Mm -hmm. overcooked my fries. And that's how you have to deal with a heckler, except that the beauty of it is, as a comic, you don't have to go, I'm sorry, man, let me do your refries. You're like, fuck Mm -hmm. you. You're going to eat these fucking fries (laughs) or get the fuck out. Right. And that's that's the beauty of it. I'm I'm not happy with the quality of comedy coming in from the show, and I need more attention. Okay, here's a better joke, and yeah, you get back to your seat. Yeah, Yeah, can I do this joke? What do you want me to talk about? And and she's just, I mean, like, it's really true. Like, alcohol does that. The people that, the worst hecklers are the people that heckle you, and they're not drunk. That's just who they are. <laughs> just assholes. Like, right? I don't like I think sober this sober girl doesn't do that. But drunk girl does. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's the yeah. person that heckles you and they don't you're like, "What have you been drinking?" Nothing. And they just got glasses of water brought to them <laughs> and they're just pounding you because that's what that's who they are. Like yeah. they're 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 comfortable and uncomfortableness. Is there a place that's in an area of the country that's known for that? Like for you? Uh, one, one nighters in stand up, which I don't do very many anymore, Yeah, but it toughened me up. I'm glad I did them. Yeah. I said, I, I wouldn't suggest, I wouldn't suggest that comics do one nighters, but I think 
there is a purpose for doing like performing in a bar where they like get in free and two dollar PBRs all night and you just got a rowdy crowd. It toughens you up. Yeah, no, we talked a little bit before uh your show tonight and I you asked me if I do comedy. Absolutely not. But I would uh not because I don't want to, I just it's not something I'm gonna do. You know. I think it would be fun. I, I that but you know what, the fact that I don't it gives me a good outside perspective, and it keeps me curious about what you guys do and everything. So I think that's good. But uh, I guess my point I'm getting to the long way is that uh, I, I would I would look at that as those one nighter things. Is it uh, if you can do that, then you're dedicated. You know, if you can get yourself to these one nights, and you know where the atmosphere's shitty and people may not be paying attention. If you can do a one nighter when you don't have to do a one nighter, that's you're what dedicated. I'm saying. Yeah, but if you do a one nighter as you're building your your repertoire up, as you're building your comedy resume up, I mean that's that's necessary. But if you continue to do one nighters and you don't have to do them, then that's like a like I love comedy. I just want to get out and perform. I don't care. Give me a stage. I'm not that dude. If I can not do them, then then I'll try to avoid them. Oh, you had a night off last night. You were going to have a one night. But that's different. That's a college, and a college is just... Pays well. Yeah, college pays well, (laughs) but it's just like it's meant, but it's not in a bar. It's It's in a controlled environment. Student council puts it together. Yes, yes. yes. And you just get people coming in, and you just got to... No, probably not. No drunks. Well, at least they're not serving drinks at the college. You know, every now and again, you get some students. I've had streakers come on my show. College students. Oh, of streak. Yeah, I tried to else? tackle one. Really? I tried to tackle one and pull his underwear down, but he <laughs> got away. He got away. So, so you had one canceled last night. So t- you were- there's a snowstorm. Yep. So yeah, and so then I drove from Chicago to to um, Minneapolis to Madison to Minneapolis today. I drove from Chicago to Madison last Partied night to last break night. up the drive. I, I just broke up the drive because I was at a snowstorm. Like I didn't know what was going to still be out there. Slept at a truck stop. No, nah, I get a hotel. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm done with sleeping in my cars, man. Yeah. I used to do that. Like you know, on the road. Yeah, I used to. I would go to a. I do everything in hotels. Like I sleep in hotel parking lots. When I use the bathroom, I only use hotel bathrooms because the only people that use the hotel bathroom is the staff that works there because no one else uses a hotel bathroom because they have their own room. That's why I don't use gas station bathrooms because that's everybody. But in a hotel, just that one person that's there may use it. That's a and very that's good why point. I do it. And that's, that's the one. That's what I do. You got any more travel tips? That's a good one. <laughs> uh Stay away from people that's toothless. Yeah. Stay away from toothless people. Sure. (laughs) Don't trust. Don't trust the the uh, the omelet specials. No. (laughs) Don't trust the omelet specials at truck stop because there is random bush in it. What? (laughs) You asking me about travel tips, dog? I'm breaking. (laughs) I'm breaking things down for you. What do you want? Did you say random bush? Random bush, son. Okay. Random bush. I thought maybe you're just worried like yesterday's bush. leftovers were in there. Nah, That's a man. Whole different leftover. Nah, man. I found some crazy shit in my omelets. I found a toenail. I think it was a toenail because it was long. Like it, there's no way that could have been a fingernail. So my take is, it's like the toenail was put in there on purpose. Because how do you get a toenail in a meal? Unless you're saying, I hate this job. Take this toenail, bitch. <laughs> Probably. So, yeah. 
I don't. Well, not if I'm clipping my toenails, it's never been in the kitchen or while cooking. I can say that was a fact. Thank you. They never <laughs> ended up in my that. kitchen. <laughs> wow. All right, we got the <laughs> travel. That's it for the travel. That's my travel tip for right. That's, That's my good. travel tip. Very good. Very good. So you were born and raised in Chicago. We talked about. I was that. born and raised in Chicago. I I played basketball at junior college, and I played one year high school basketball. My senior year. So Chicago public schools is like one of the worst for, for yearly one of the worst school systems in the country. For an, as far as an and education, we, yes, education. But also, they would always strike. Like like for two or three years in high school, they always struck. And my senior year in high school, they went on strike. So I ended up transferring out to the suburbs, and I played basketball my senior year one year, and that was a really good team. We were like. 26 we went 26 and 3 and we just missed going to the to the state and then I went to a junior college in Iowa and played 2 years in Iowa then I went to Wisconsin Whitewater and played 2 years in Wisconsin Whitewater and stayed in Wisconsin ended up moving to Madison hit the open mic scene there did stand up in Madison which is still my home club and then uh moved back to Chicago that's my that's my story. That's your story. It's a simple story. How tall are you? Six five, dog. Six, six five. five. But ah, I had a wingspan. My wingspan is like I'm six eight. So I was deceptive. I was deceptively athletic. I could <laughs> jump really high, but I had long arms, so I can always contest shots and always get my shot off. Yeah. You talked about your kid playing basketball in your act. Is any of that true? Uh, my both of my sons are really good, but they're both really good. But my youngest loves loves soccer. And I'm hoping, like, like, like he's just like a phase. Like, eventually, all his friends are like, we play basketball, and he's like, okay. Does he does he not have black friends? He does, but they they they, they don't play soccer. Well, in the suburbs, they do. In the suburbs, it's a do. new world to me. I grew up in the city. In I'm Saint just Paul, I'm right? wait I'm waiting for him to come. I'm just waiting for him to come out of it. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for him to come out. Like, Dad, let's go to soccer. All right, dog, let's go to soccer. But I wait for him to be going. Hey, you ready for soccer? And be like, no. You just should, shoot hoops. You should start showing up with like in a uniform, soccer uniform. He like get way into <laughs> it. <laughs> he would he, love right, that. This is cool, son. He would he would love that. He's I mean, he's just a natural like whatever whatever sport he chooses to play. He's just he's good at. But yeah, they they crack me up. I've always uh, joked to people that <clears throat> that uh, my ticket out of the out of the city and into the the high rise is that I'm going to adopt like a 15, 16 year old kid. You know that needs some guidance, mm-hmm. foster kid, mm-hmm. black kid with the future. Black. I'm looking for like a six five, six six. You're just going to be like a um, that Sandra Bullock movie all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I've no. had this idea since before Sandra yeah. Bullock movie, yeah, which she, I've never seen. You've never seen that movie. I've never the, seen the, the Blind Side. The blind I Side. Yeah, yeah. You know what I do now? I uh, so a couple of weeks ago I was in Milwaukee, right around Valentine's Day, and I was in a Starbucks, and. Uh, I was in a Starbucks and I got in a drive-thru and I pull up and they go, oh, someone paid it for it for you. And I was like, yeah. oh, right? So I was like, oh, cool. I'll pay it for it for the next person. And I'm like, unless they're picking up drinks for their whole job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and then, but yeah. it wasn't. But I was just like, look, if you're, if you're in Starbucks and you're waiting that long line and you're in Starbucks, you don't need that $4 passed among each other. Like, you don't need it passed amongst each other. Like, you don't really need it. <laughs> like if you can pay four dollars a coffee, you don't need it. Right. So I decided 
to start paying it for for real. So now every town that I go to, I try to find a homeless person and feed them. Really? Yeah. No shit. I know. I'm I'm amazing. I'm a, I'm an amazing individual. I'm an amazing dude. I brag about it too. I'm like the Lance Armstrong. <laughs> fucking comedy like i'm <laughs> like i'm a two nutted lance armstrong i'm a two balls lance armstrong like i brag about that shit people are like oh you're in brag but yeah i'm not getting bragging about it. like i post pictures of me and the homeless they're like can you get can i get some food i'm like yeah if you take a picture with me they're like <laughs> no. what's your name and like like and so sign up on my mailing list you're like right <laughs> Yeah, so I, I feed them, and then I, I just go, and I, I take a picture. So that's like, I think that's really paying it forward. Like, like, like doing something that you know you're not going to get reimbursed for. Yeah. Like, the, I, there's no homeless guy to be like, hey, man, that $7 really jumped off this lemonade stand that I was playing to kick right, off. Right. <laughs> and now, now I'm like, you know, yeah, I want to just find. So it's not going to happen. Like, you're just doing something like, and. Sometimes I try not to give them cash, but if they're like, "Look, I already ate," and then like I'm just, I'm like, "Look, man, try to do the right thing with this money." Here you go. And I take a picture, so that's my thing. Like that's that's my pay it for. So I'm gonna do it the whole year because I started in February. I've been doing more than one a week, so I catch up. So I'm gonna do 52 for the year. But I'm at, I think I'm at four. So I'll be looking for some homeless people this this week. Really? I know there's plenty in Minneapolis. And then you're, and then I hear you're going to turn this into a uh, desk calendar where each picture is going to be a week. Mm. <laughs> this is George, uh, <laughs> also known as Week Seven. George, George has been in Minneapolis for 17 years. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's good. Like, like I do feel better about myself when I do it because, like, I know, like, <laughs> there's no, like, I go and I feed a homeless person. I know, like, there's no, there's no good that there's. I'm doing it strictly like it's a goodwill thing. There's nothing. I'm not asking for anything from anybody. I'm just doing it. And I'm not telling people you need to do this. I'm not judging people. Like, this is just what I'm doing. And, yeah, I'm I'm bragging about it. But I don't – I'm not expecting anybody to do anything. I wouldn't accept any – I wouldn't let anybody brag about it yeah. or, or promote it. Yeah. It's just something I just wanted to do. Crazy. I know, right? You're doing so, all these things you're telling me. It's like, where is this coming from? I know, right? And then you listen to my jokes about finger banging and yeah. stuff. <laughs> t- t- what was it? Clit to the pit. Pit to clit. Pit to clit. Pick to clit. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, then remember the guy with the joke about the vaginas? Yeah, I think I saw him today. <laughs> Feeding home. <laughs> working a soup kitchen. <laughs> Adding salt because he didn't think the soup tasted good. Yeah, yeah, more. yeah. Him? No, I know, I know. You wouldn't think. No, it really was him. I think it was him. Damn, yeah, man. So I, yeah. So that's why. That's what I do. It's like a poor man's philanthropy. It's like my, that's like me trying to backdoor my way into heaven. Is that it? So I'm mean, like, look, hey, Jesus, God, I mean, you can't, you can't discount that that 2013 year when I took care of the homeless. You got. You have a lot of things to make up for. No, I don't think I got a lot of things to make up for. I just don't. Like I, I'm not really a church goer unless it's like a big, unless it's a big game. Right. If it's a big football game, a big basketball game, I need my team to win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a little sure. prayers necessary. <laughs> a little prayers necessary. I mean, you guys live in Minnesota. Look how many times Chris Carter prayed when he scored a touchdown. 
New Hall of Famer, by the way. Should have been in first ballot. I That's agree. Cool. All he does is catch touchdown passes. He's more than that. He caught passes too. Who's your so who's your team? The Bears? Bears all day. Oh, it's too bad. Who's a big arrival? And I I know the real answer. Vikings or Packers with the Bears? It's the Packers, but we yeah. we gotta we gotta we gotta I mean you know what the, what's good about that division? It's all those people, they all hate each other. Mm-hmm. They there's all hatred. Looks up for just, the Lions. No, you hate the Lions. But just they've just been so perennially bad that you just like but then when you lose, someone makes you angry. Oh yeah, this is this is already counted this as a win, and now they want to fuck around and get good. Yeah, and then you hate them for that. Yeah, it's he- more humiliating. But uh, yeah, like I hate the Bears. I can say that, and the Packers yeah. more so the Packers. But yeah, I hate the Bears. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but well, I mean, I really hate Minnesota now because I want, and I really hate Green Bay now because I needed Green Bay to beat Minnesota for the Bears to make the playoffs. That's right. Sorry, I do. I write a sports blog. Yeah, I saw that. Let's talk about that. So sports got, is your thing. Yeah, man, I I I I get sports. How often are you writing about? Because I I was writing it every week during the football season, but now then I take a I take a few weeks off, and then I'll, I'll I might even pick it up Friday, but next week I'll start picking it up because I'm invested in the NBA. I got a lot of the NBA. Yeah, I think the NBA is a great product. Yeah. People want to talk you're shit the about one. the NBA, but you're the one. It's a great product. No, it's a it's a like the level of basketball right now is probably the highest it's ever been. I can see that argument being made. I don't watch it a lot anymore. I get it. Like like here's the thing. It's like uh uh when Jordan left, like he 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 played it so magnificently, like everything else just kind of pales. Yeah. And even still, even with LeBron, who's playing on a different level, he still didn't have that charisma that Jordan did. So Mm-mm. it's like you had the perfect girl, and now you went from having a 9, a 10, and nothing but fives are coming across you. <laughs> just like, I I had a 9, a 10. Yeah. Remember when, the, remember when Jordan retired and there was the talk of, like, who's going to replace, who's going to be the next Jordan? Why are, you Somebody's gotta, why, why are you saying in a creepy voice? I don't know. Because <laughs> those were people, be, those were people whispering about Jordan. Michael Jordan. Who is it going to be? But uh, you don't hear that talk anymore. Now it's like, who, you know, now it's not that these guys are, are Jordan because there will be no another Jordan. Yeah, the but, closest you know, would have been Kobe, Kobe Bryant play, plays the closest to Jordan. But right. LeBron James actually plays more like Scottie Pippen than anything. He's just a Did Scotty Pippen wear a headband? I don't remember that. No, but he he's a souped up Scotty Pippen. He does everything Scotty Pippen does. But he does it better except for defensively, but he does everything better than, than Scotty Pippen does. Yeah. So he's more Scotty Pippen than any other player, but no one will say that. He's not he's not he's nowhere close to Magic. He's nowhere close to Jordan. He does what Scotty Pippen does. He's a point forward. He distributes the ball. He scores. He sets people up. He plays the toughest player on defense. And then he had, and Scottie Pippen had problems closing out games, and LeBron James had problems closing out games. They're, Good point. They're exact same person, except for LeBron James is just a more athletic. And Scottie Pippen was crazy athletic, but he was. I would love to have seen them play against each other. Hell yeah! I, you I ever, you're old enough. That. Did you ever go see Jordan play in person? Of course, in Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. A lot. Not a lot, but I mean, I watch all games religiously. But I've, I, I went to a couple of games. Damn, I, I, I like to watch games. Yeah, like I like to go to live games now. But like in that Bulls game, I just like to like during the championship. I'm the same way with the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, don't even I, I don't 
fuck your super party, your Super Bowl party, and your world famous and your world famous casserole. Try <laughs> 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 get and you what commercials you like in your stupid ass five dollar winner takes all twenty seven dollar squares. <laughs> I don't have any interest. This no. is the last football game for months. I don't have any interest in talking to you yeah, and going by what's a penalty like shut up yeah. like like i don't want there's so many people that don't know about football and they're just there and they want to show off their their new drink or their new mm-hmm. dish i have no interest just let me order some pizza some wings and give me a piece of cake and then a couple of captain and cokes and i'm good damn right how about though there are other people that like uh and i know i've had this like uh because i i was married not anymore my lovely girlfriend that you met. Uh, Wait, you guys were married? No, no, no. This oh, is I was about to say what? The, the woman I was, I, I was married to is not married here. To divorce and it's like, we should go back. Remember, we were good. That's what people should do. They should get divorced and start dating. Like, like, look, we were dating. We were good then. Let's get divorced and then just date. Well, and some people do do that. That didn't work for me. But now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh, oh, with the Super Bowl, like... I know there's a lot of people that like would get shit to try to get you know like in, like for me personally Sunday in the, during the football season we don't need to discuss what's going on on Sunday watch football on Sunday yeah man I don't watch right? a perfect a perfect game like I can watch somebody like I can watch a game with somebody and perfectly enjoy the game with them and we don't say anything yeah. to each other yeah like that's 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 what I want unless like there's somebody that's really know their football and we can talk about like something that didn't happen that we saw that should have happened yeah and then we can go oh this is this and that then we can have a discussion but other than that I really don't I don't value I don't value people's opinions (laughs) I really like I watch like even like ESPN and stuff like I don't value their opinions because I do to a certain extent but to the point where they don't hold themselves accountable for what they say. They can say whatever, and then the next week they'll be like, they'll be go, oh, Jay Cutler is awful, and then and then the next week Jay Cutler will throw four touchdowns, and then the next week they'll go, Jay Cutler, it's this is why he's so talented. But right. they never go back and go, no. oh, this is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Like they don't they don't hold themselves accountable for week to week, and therefore I kind of just lose it. Like I want people to go, look, you about to make this prediction. If you're wrong. You don't get to be on air next week. <laughs> that, then I'm watching. Then you're careful what you say. But you can say whatever you want to say. Like when people go, oh, he's about to hit a home run right now, and then he hits a home run. I told you. Well, you know what? If he didn't hit a home run, where is your accountability? On? Yeah, zero. Zero. I, 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 I hate when people, like, I'm always, like, I put, like, my spreads up. I call it, like, my spreads, but I'm also hypothetically wagering on those are games you really too. hypothetically hypothetically yeah, i am yeah. wagering on those yeah games. Very, what, very what do you hypothetically wager on basketball football i'm All best at basketball i dominate basketball spread dominate spreads total spreads totals i dominate both either one dominate yeah football eh. football is a beast yeah football is probably my third one basketball baseball football I have a, a webisode coming out, and it's going to be uh, uh, it's going to touch on gambling, and I, I'll be promoting it. I'll let you know, and then we'll do it. I can't say what it is now, but it's it's going to be it's going to be awesome. And really, I'm going to be putting my, I really truly will be putting my money where my mouth is. Oh, I truly will. All right, it's going to be a whole 
really soon, within like the next three weeks. Like okay. it's gonna, and there's going to be a whole different level of accountability with this. All right. And I'm very excited for it. And it's connected to the uh, blog somewhat and sports. It's connected to sports. It's connected to gambling. Yeah. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. Mm-hmm. Mythical. Yes. We had a guy uh, on our uh, the morning show I work on. He would always gamble mythical money. Mythical, yeah, 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 yeah. Putting down a, he would say, you know, mythical honeybee. I'm about put to put this mythical, mythical dollar down. Yeah, yeah. I don't really have this dollar, but it's mythical. So who's your baseball team? White Sox. White Sox? Yeah. Fucking twins own us. Yeah, that's right. Except for this last year. You guys are brutal. Yeah, terrible. You know, by the way, you just missed the uh, Miami Heat were in town here just the other night. You missed it. I know. I would love if, if there was a if there was a T Wolves game on Saturday during the day, I would go to it. And you're a month early for baseball. Oh, I'm coming back for for a Sox Twins game. Oh, I'll really? Yeah, really. AJ Przinsky. He's gone, but yeah, I loved him. <sighs> you guys loved him when he was in Minnesota. That dude is a fucking prick. Yep, he's not a good guy. No, he's not a good guy. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't give a shit about that. If you are on my team, especially on like on my fantasy team, I would deliver steroids to you. I would be the I would be delivery drop off guy. Like my name would be mentioned in the Mitchell report. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it was, wait a uh, minute, that was Bozeman. He said that he was performing in Detroit, and he just drove from Minnesota to Detroit and dropped off the roids because he said that he drafted me in the second round and he expected my production to pick up. Like that's me. Like I don't. Like, I'm that dude. I'm that dude. But I'm also that dude where if I'm going against you and you're doing steroids, I'm narking. You're narking? I'm a snitch. (laughs) I'm a snitch. I think that's the worst. That's one of the worst things that happens in the black community. Snitching? That people go, you don't snitch. You're not supposed to snitch. Why the fuck? Not yeah. like people. Why are you snitching? Why are you doing things that depreciate the value of the home that I bought? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm snitching. Yeah, I'm calling it. I got the hotline. I see it. I tell. I there's no reason for me not. That's a good point. Hey, should we snitch. all be in or none of us be in? Let's all be yeah. in. I'm not talking about like selling weed and shit like that i'm talking like you doing i'm we about to break in this dude's house well you know what i'm telling yeah how about the fact like yeah you heard that this person's cousin uh, brought this person a gun and that person sold it for a you know yeah people are you hear that fifth people down around the line everybody somebody everybody is their own worst enemy yeah like it's it's so the biggest problem that we have as a society is our own lack of accountability. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I fuck up a lot. And I also know that if you accuse me of it, I'll try to talk my way out of it and deny it. I know that about myself. <laughs> that being said, if I'm unable to, I can look in the mirror and go, it's your own fault. Like, like I, when I do things that's bad and I know I make a bad decision, I'll say to myself, you do notice a bad decision and this can come back and haunt you. I know you're going to try to fight and make sure it doesn't. But if it does, you only have yourself to blame. Yeah. Okay. On to break. Right. Right. <laughs> like right. These are the conversations I have, but people don't have that. It's always someone else's fault. It's always you did this. You did that. I have zero. I have zero tolerance for that. That's good. Zero tolerance. You teaching that, for that to the kids. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My oldest, I have to instill in the morning. My youngest. How old is? How old are they? Ten and eight. Ten and eight. Awesome kids. Too. Yeah. Awesome. Love them. Two boys. Like everybody, and I have two girls, two eight, two years apart, just like that. Yeah, they're, they're a little younger than yours, but uh, they're great. They get along well. Like they I mean, you know, they were with each other all the time, so they kind of drive each other nuts. But yeah, they get along well. It was great. I have a great. I have a great. Their mom is. She's a great mother. Yeah. Just because we're not together, just, no. Like she, like I got really lucky. Yeah, she's a. I go-getter. can say that same thing. She's a go getter. Like yeah. she, she was pregnant with them in law school. Yeah, she's a, she, she, like she's a go getter. So I got, I got lucky with that. And I, I mean, I come from a very loving. Like I'm the youngest of ten. Holy shit! All right, I had to be funny, otherwise I wouldn't eat. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I tell a joke. Oh shit! Give him that last piece of chicken. <laughs> Give him that pork chop. Holy crap! Yeah, do you, do you have a sibling that's like old enough to be your parent? Is it one of those? Yeah, like, yeah, she, she, my sister Joan could be. Holy crap! Well, how, what's the age family. difference? Joan's a little more than twenty years. Wow, I, I'm I'm lucky. Like I know they can't say, like they can't look at me. My mother wouldn't be able to look at me in the face and go, "We planned you." <laughs> like you, you can't look at me and be like, "We planned you." Like I, I get, it. I slipped through. I get it. I was, I was, I was ambitious. Yeah, I was an ambitious sperm slash egg. I get it. Does the family get together much anymore? We're at the holidays. We st- we still do. It's great. It's great. Yeah. We we're all really busy. Like I, I miss out on a lot of stuff. They're like, why don't you make it? Well, why don't you have it on Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> that's how it, that's yeah. what you're asking me. When you ask me to make something on a Saturday, it's like me asking you to make something on Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Or 11 o'clock. That's right. Because you're working. Because like, it's right prime working time. Mm-hmm. I can't, you, you can't get away in the middle of the week and yeah. in, in the late morning if you're working. Like, you can't. No, no. And you're asking me the same thing. Hey, speaking of that, I was asking you, um, you know, I think we we talked about that. This is your first time headlining here at Acme, mm-hmm. but you've been through town before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be pa- I'll pass through and I'll stop off and do the the Monday nights. I mean, it's, it's been a few years since I've done it, but I've I've done it. Yeah. Just were you, were you just done the open mic here? Yeah, I've just Mondays. done the Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've passed through and done the open mic. What took stuff. so long to work here? Uh, the best club in the. In the it is one of the best clubs and it is one of the best clubs in the United yeah. States. It just I think I just I think it just you're supposed to work a place when you're meant to work it. Yeah. I'm I like I wouldn't change anything. Like I feel like I'm as as strong as I've as I've been as a comic, so you're getting me at my best. So yeah. so yeah, I, I prefer that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I, I don't understand why I did a, like an hour today. There was no good reason for me to do an hour. I don't know why I did that. What do you mean? I was just thrown off. Like I was, I was, I was thrown off because I did seven minutes for for Eddie Brill, who's a really good dude. I did seven minutes for him, who was doing the Great American Comedy Festival showcase, and then the drunk chick that was heckling. So that just kind of, you know, like threw my whole set off a little bit so oh, yeah. and they didn't give me a light so i didn't know that they're like you can just go oh okay. whenever you're done you're done okay. i was just like yeah, oh I was well, what's going on 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going. I was just like, all right, I think we all had enough of each other, and I'm I'm out. Peace. There was a, there was a part where yeah, back to that where she was interrupting you, and uh, I was like, no, nah, he was talking about the soccer thing and his kid. Like, I want to hear all that end. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, that's but that's just it. Like, I'm not. I'm really not committed. I'm really not committed to any joke. I think that's a like yeah. That's why I don't sell shirts because I don't want to be like, oh, if I sell a shirt, it's just going to be generally of me and a joke. Like it's going to be me of a in a, a joke. Like, and then I have to sell. I have to tell that joke every time to sell that shirt. You mean you don't think the only reason you <laughs> compare Obama to Hitler is because you can't say? <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Would that you- joke rang to you? Does that joke some relevance? I I think it's true. <laughs> I think it's true for I think it's true for a lot of people. Like I don't like I'm not a political dude. Like I when when I argue politics, I don't argue your stance on politics. I argue how you present your stance on politics. And uh because regardless of how I feel and how you feel, the way the world works, and it's been like this. This is tried and true. Forty-seven percent of people think one way. Forty-seven percent of people think the other way, and then there's six percent that you're fighting for those votes for. Yeah, and those are the votes you fight for. So when you're like, "Oh, he does this, 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 and this," and somebody, I get that's how you feel that way. Everybody feels that way. Yeah. But when you're saying, when you're saying things to me, people, I was like, like people. Oh, uh, you're voting for Obama because uh, he's black. What What would you say if I voted for a guy because he's white? Well, my first thing I would say is you are because how many black presidential <laughs> candidates have we have? So you haven't been put in that position. But if you want to question that, I would say if you want to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges, this is how you have to look at it. Obama is what, the 43rd, 44th president? Something like that. Mm-hmm. So if you told me that you voted for a white president, you voted for him white, then that would mean that the first 42 presidents that in a country were black. All right? Right. The first, the first 15 of those black presidents enslaved, murdered, raped, tortured mm-hmm. white people. The next 20 of them did a lot of that shit and denied white people equal rights. Yeah. So then you finally get one white president that you can like respect and, and get behind it. I would drive you to the voting booth <laughs> to vote for. I mean, like, I feel so shitty. Yes, yeah. let's vote for him. And then when and, and then you have a white president and you finally get a white president and then a bunch of Prominent black people was like, you know what? We need to come up with this slogan. We need to take back our country. (laughs) We just conveniently come up with take back our country. And we go, oh, we mean our civil liberties. We don't mean that. Uh Like, even if you don't, you got to know that that's just a poor choice of words. So that is like, it's all about presentation. I don't don't care about your politics. I know that you disagree because that's just how this country is. But the way you present it is in a way for me is saying when you call him Hitler, you're basically calling him nigger. <laughs> he's Hitler. He mean he's a nigger. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying to me. That's how that sounds to me. Not nigger. Nigger. 
That's how I, I don't, I don't, anybody says that. And I, I mean, I get the people, it's, it's the same things with, I feel a lot of times with politics and religion is that when you're so far entrenched in your political and religious beliefs, you don't necessarily want what's right. You want you to be right. Mm-hmm. So if Obama politics worked you still wouldn't give him credit because he didn't work. It didn't work the way you wanted it to work. And it's the same thing the other way around. If Bush did things and it worked, Democrats would be like, uh, nope. Because mm-hmm. this is how they feel about their politics. Yeah. So when you, when you decide to commit to one side of politics, you're basically committing yourself to being flawed because one side of politics is not right the reality of it like me i i I probably will never vote for a democrat republican again i'll probably vote for libertarian Mm -hmm. the rest of the way but this was obviously for me it was significant enough like politics it was like i think both politics are are really shitty and flawed democrat and republican so i don't really i don't really care about politics but for obama running it was important for me to vote for him the first time and then the hard angry stances that people took against them is important for me to vote for him for the second time it's i i equated like this i actually wrote a blog i only wrote one blog about politics it's my defending myself if you everybody has like their own like you know like the united states it's our country when the united states plays other teams in the, in the Olympics, you pull for the United States. When Minnesota Twins play and this and that, you pull for your city. When somebody that's in your neighborhood, you pull for your neighborhood. When somebody is in your house, you pull for a house. It's the same thing yeah. with that within the African-American community. Like we're pulling for, like our first black guy, be like pulling for Jackie Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Pulling for the Jackie Robinson of politics. And it'd be the same thing as if a kid, like, hey, I have a kid, and if I felt like, let's just say I felt like, and I'm not saying I do, but let's say I felt like my kid was shitty in sports, but you still went out there and you supported him. But then somebody was like, oh, my God, your kid is fucking awful in sports. You're probably going to defend him because it's one of your own. You're like, hey. My fucking kid, I'm sticking up for him. Yeah, you could say to me, "Like your kid's not doing the best." It's not that I think your 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 kid is out there trying, but there's just another kid that's better. That's different than saying your fucking kid sucks. Right. And I'm just saying, like people are not sensitive enough to how the importance of significance. They want to say, "Oh, color shouldn't matter." It's easy to say that when you've had nothing but white candidates for the first 400 years of this country you know what i'm saying oh yeah so it's it's ridiculous you can't people want to say it shouldn't be about color but it is and it should be because (laughs) if it wasn't then we wouldn't be making a big deal about it being the first black president that's right that's right and you can say it's not if people said if if politician if more politician i'm not saying all then if more politicians said look I think it's great that we have a black president. It shows that our country is growing and uh, it shows that we are a diverse nation and it's great that Obama, I think Obama is working hard and and he's doing the best that he can. But I strongly disagree with the way he's going about politics. And therefore, and if you are, and if you are voting, if you are taking this stance because of his color or his name or his nationality. I don't want 
your vote. I am voting for against him because I don't believe in his politics. I think he's working hard. I think he is a good man. I just don't agree with his politics. Then I'm like, fantastic. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, ah, oh, we take back our country and blah, blah, and just and he he doesn't deserve our respect. He's why is he on vacation? Right? <laughs> like that shit. I'm just like, all right. Nope, I can't. Sorry. I don't want... Yeah, you just brought something that annoys the crap out of me, and it doesn't matter who's in charge. I don't... Don't... Report to me how many times he went on vacation. It's probably a tough job. All right? They have to do it. Like, he's actually... Yeah, you have to... They force you to fucking go on vacation. It's the most stressful job on the planet. Yeah. Take a a week I mean, I'm just giving that as an example. Like, I... But uh, once again, like, if you told me... Like, this is what he's doing wrong, isn't that? There's some things you're saying that's right. There's some things you're saying that's exaggerated. But it's the same thing in Democrat. This is what they're doing. This is, there's some things you're saying is right. I mean, politics is, is flawed. It's, you're, you're, you're not looking for a real resolution. If it was like people go, oh, we want small government. Republicans has never had small government. Like, this, like we, when you have a Republican office, the deficit doesn't reduce. If you want true small government, you get rid of Congress and let each state govern themselves. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to happen. The people that make that decision, they, you know what? If we really want this country to succeed. We need to get rid of our jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not going to do that. <laughs> so there's no such thing as true small government as long as there's Democrat and Republicans. So I don't like that's all rhetoric. I don't I don't care about politics. There's nothing you can say to me that, that that's going to make me go, oh, I didn't look at it like that. I I get that. I think both sides are are tremendously flawed. But if you're going to tell me how bad Obama is and not like you you're never convinced me that he was worse than Bush. No. <laughs> you're never going to convince no. me that people are like he's the worst president in history. Well, okay. Well, that's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you say that, but the, but that's just anger speaking. That's we just all know the next hatred. one's going to be the worst, and then the one after him is. going Yeah, be I don't. Worst. That's why, I, like, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit about politics because there, it's just, it's just you're just giving me a narrow-minded point of view. Yeah. No, I have more dislike for uh, AJ Przinsky than any polit- politician. You know, did you ever hear a story about AJ Przinsky about uh, AJ Przinsky when he was with the San Francisco Giants and he got hit in the nuts? No, he got hit in the nuts. And he was in pain. He was rolled over. And a trainer was like, oh, my God. Does it hurt? And he's like, oh, my God. I'm in so much fucking pain. He's like, yeah, it fucking hurts. And I kept asking him questions. The guy was like, well, what does it feel like? And A.J. Przinsky grabbed him and kneed him in the nuts. And it was like, it feels like that. Did you ever hear that story? No. Yeah. But I'm not it's, surprised. It's been documented as being true. But White Chicago glossed over it because he's like, yeah, we got one on our team now. You remember when he got punched in the face by the other by, by the, the Cubs? Yeah, Barrett, my, what, uh, yeah, Michael Barrett, Michael Barrett, and then yeah. Michael Barrett got beat up by Carlos Zambrano. Oh, his teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't. Yeah, that those things. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I, I think, I think he's not going to do as well with the Rangers. Oh, yeah, he's in Texas now. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do as well as the Rangers. I don't think he's the best defensive catch in the world, but, 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 do he you brought intangibles? Do you miss Ozzy Guillen? I think this is what I think about Ozzy. I think him and Kenny Williams. It's just really the same thing with Ryan Storff and Phil Jackson with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Ego, man. Yeah. Nobody could just say, "Look, we got." For me, we got a World Series and something that we were never even close to. For yeah. me, that's at least a ten-year pass for Ozzy. <laughs> 
I would have kept him for 10 years. There's nothing he could have did for 10 years. He but would, I get why they fired him. Like, he's brash and, and it's that same thing with Dicka. Like, I love Mike Dicka, but yeah. I get it, man. Your ego. And if you run somebody else with ego, you don't, you don't get, you don't get to be in the top less than 1% of something if you don't have ego. That's true. So I get it. But when you're out there and you're not showing any humility. Chicago's an amazing place for sports, man. Chicago's a great city. I've been to Wrigley quite a, not quite a few, but like for someone who's never lived in Chicago, I've been mm-hmm. there probably a dozen times. Right. Like for me, that's a lot. Um, and I've been to the Comiskey, whatever the fuck they call US it US Cellular. US Bank West. US Cellular. US Cellular field. All right, settle down. Uh, <laughs> um... Who who would be in your top five of like Chicago sports, like your favorites? Athletes? Jordan number one, yeah. Pippen number one, Jordan number two. Wow. Okay. I mean Jordan obviously number one, but actually Peyton number one, Pippen number two, Jordan number three. Like I, and that's maybe not fair. Like I, I fell in love with Scottie Pippen because I defended him so much. Then I ended up liking him a little bit more than Jordan. But then if you really like, if I had my druthers, I mean I take Jordan over yeah. Yeah. Pippen. Like there's no, I mean I don't. By any stretch of my saying that Pippen is better than Jordan. I did come out with the top 25 players in the NBA on one of my blogs, and Scottie Pippen was firmly in the middle of the top 25. Wow. But, yeah, uh, so I go I go Peyton, uh, Peyton, Jordan, Pippen, Pippen, Jordan, Frank Thomas. Oh, yeah. And oh, I, yeah. I got I to say, I mean, I say probably – Derrick Rose is probably gonna. Yeah, I mean Derrick. I mean he grew up in Chicago. Yeah. Like it's hard to not root for that dude. Yeah, but I, I tell you this much: like there, like this influx of point guards. Kyrie Irving is gonna be. Kyrie Irving is gonna be uh, the best point guard in basketball. Now we had Kevin Garnett here for a long time in Minnesota. Did you know about him when he was like in high school? Well, he He's played one year in Chicago. Yeah. Did yeah, you know yeah, about yeah, him then? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were really good. Because yeah. he went on, he played with this one guy, this one kid, Ronnie Fields, who was just like some crazy. F- f- he's a crazy athletic guy. He just never panned out, but he could just jump like like Vince Carter hops. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I I love KG. He's firmly in my my top twenty two. Like KG and Pippen, like right next to each other when I rank them. Yeah. I think I think. There's obviously some holes in their games, but I think like what they do defensively, like their all around games and how they make their team just generally better. That's phenomenal. I was a huge KG fan. How about hockey? Hey man, look, I am not a hockey fan, but what the Blackhawks are doing, I don't know if they won today. They probably didn't play today. They did. They were play- they was one to one in the second period. Oh, I don't well, they know beat the they Wild were- last night. Yeah, they were playing the Avalanche. We should check that out. They <laughs> they what they're doing is that's amazing, amazing shit. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's we're getting a live score here. I'm about to tell you if they won or not. I mean, that's twenty zero and three in hockey. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. But, yeah, I, I mean, I follow it. I like sports. I like competition. I don't quite get all icing and all that other shit, but, you know, I like it. I like it. I definitely am down with uh, – I am definitely am down with uh, competition. I haven't been to Chicago in about 10 years or so, 10, 12 years. Here's my 
uh, Michigan Avenue, is it still true that you can't walk about? This is what I experienced. Like every ten to fifteen feet, someone asking you for money. Speaking of like we talked about homeless earlier. Yeah, I mean that's not true here. Yeah, some parts absolutely In downtown. Yeah, Chicago on three two. God damn, street <laughs> continues. Yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, life is hard, man. Yeah, life is hard, but if we don't, we don't take care of our mentally ill. We don't, we don't take care of them. Most of the people that's homeless are have some sort of mental instability. Kevin, what do your parent? What did your parents do? How are you such a deep thinker, man? Where did you get here? How did you get here? Explain this to me. Just because I'm a deep, like I, I, I'm not an activist. I mean, it comes from somewhere. This is coming from. I have a a real balanced family. My mother worked third shift at a like a manager of a soul food restaurant in the hood, and my father was a butcher, and they just. Worked hard, man. My father used to, he used to wake up and then he would just wake up at like five thirty in the morning, and just sit at the edge of the bed. Like I watch him, he just sit at the edge of the bed and just like collect his thoughts for like fifteen minutes to prepare himself for the toughness of the day. He just wake up and just sit there and just gather his thoughts, prepare to be yelled at by his wife, to go to work, to provide, to struggle, to come home and check homework and, and talk and have kids. Like he just every day. And it's just like, I was just like, man, like, that is amazing. I mean, he's passed since uh-huh. he passed 2003, but he's a great, great dude. And like they're my, I, I have a, I, like I have smart family members. Like there's, like you got smart family, like it helps. Like you got smart. Like your siblings help you. too, helping yeah, y'all yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like there's not many bad decision makers. Like they all, we all have our own personalities, but there's not many bad decision makers. Like, like I have a very balanced family, so you have to attribute that, that because all of us are like that. You have to attribute that to your parents. Yeah. Where does that come from? Did anybody? So, did any of your uh, siblings end up in a, a career anywhere near comedy? No, nothing. I was the one. Yeah. I was the one. I have funny people in my family, and they always just like, "Dude, you got to try this." No, I, I probably won't. I mean, I get hit up all the time with that. I have a I have a brother that's a that's a pastor. Yeah, he's a, he's got his own church in Atlanta now. Uh-huh. I have a brother that's a policeman. I have a brother that's uh, that was a uh, a fireman. I have a brother that's an engineer. I have a brother that's a manager at the Hyatt uh, restaurant downtown. Like I just have, I have a sister that works at the as a prison guard at the Cook County. Oh, you said prison, but she prison works guard. there. She's, she's yeah, she works there. <laughs> she works there at a correctional. I just like I just have a a well rounded. We just do it all. God damn. So makes for interesting Thanksgiving. Oh, did you? I saw online on your website it said. You did a movie? Is that something? I did a movie. Uh, I did a. Uh, I did a uh, short film, and it's called Flatchested. The movie is about a woman who discovers she has the gene for for breast cancer, so she decides to remove. Oh, before she gets cancer, right? Yeah. To get it removed, but she had never ever been titty fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? She'd never been titty fucked, so her quest was to get titty fucked before she had 
her breast removed. So she tried to go and get it done with her ex-boyfriend, who was played by Luke Perry from Beverly Hills Nine. She went out and then Dylan. She tried right. <laughs> she tried to pick someone up at the club, which is me, and things got really creepy. And so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. Hopefully, it, some good things. Is it out yet, or is no, it no, online? No. They're going to release it. They're going to do a screening of it in June, and then the idea is to pitch it to some festivals, and then hopefully someone will pick it up, and then they'll turn it into a full of feature film. So you just like finished it in the last year? Like, yeah, yeah, a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's still being edited in production. So yeah, I mean, it's was it's the like, girl Alicia Alicia Witt. That's the girl Alicia Witt. She's very talented musician. She uh, plays a lot with Ben Folds Five and. And very talented actress. She's been on. Yeah, I, I remember the name. Yeah. yeah. She's done so. So, yeah, it's, it's a great cast. And uh, Rebecca Ward is in there. It's it's a really good cast. It was fun doing it. So Yeah. Have you, you'd like to do an acting? You want to do more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would. Yeah. yeah. I know I sat down stage like, this is it. I'm just going to do stand-up. But no, I, I like to do other things. Yeah. I like to do other things. Yeah, like, hell yeah. I, 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 got, I enjoy it. Like I like, I like to... I like to be creative. I like to to push the envelope. So when my webisodes come out, which I'll be talking about, and I'll be I'll be talking about it on Twitter, Twitter dot com. Yeah, Kevin go Bozeman. ahead. Where people find you on Twitter? Kevin Bozeman. My website, KevinBozeman dot com. You can read my blogs where I post my, especially during the football season. I'm very adamant about posting my my spread picks, and so so like I like to do different things. I don't promote myself. Like a whole lot. Like I, I follow maybe twenty people, and I maybe have like eight, seven hundred, eight hundred followers. Like I'm not like I'm really low key. Like I, like I don't have a Facebook fan page or anything like that. I think someone created one for me, but I, you could do a little bit more, Kevin. It probably wouldn't hurt your career. Man, just give me a microphone. You could, you could do a little bit just more. Just give me a microphone. Well, that's all I need. That, that's fair. You know what? People did that for years, and it worked out for them. Right, right. Danger. Don field. Rickles never had Richard a goddamn Pryor didn't tweet. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, Kevin, thank you. Uh, thank you, I man. think that's this great. is it. I appreciate what you, it. What are you going to do the rest of the week with your time in uh, Minneapolis? Look, man, I'm going to find some homeless people. Yeah. Uh, and I want, I want to know where to – I like good food. I like to go and get good food. I'm going to find out where those diner drives in and dive spots are. I'm going to hit those up. There you go. I like, I like really good food. I'm a borderline vegetarian. I'm what they call a flexitarian. Like that. a flexitarian is people that's basically vegetarians, but they still eat meat. Mm-hmm. So like I, I like like if you put a steak in front of me, I'm gonna fuck that steak up. Yeah. But if you put chicken nuggets in front of me, I'm like, well, I'll just have hummus. <laughs> 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 that's how I. That's how I eat. That's how I eat. Well, I know that you're staying downtown Minneapolis, and there are plenty of awesome steak places and homeless people. That, so yes, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to All right. hitting it up. Thank we'll, you for having we'll hook me. Hook you up. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Sweet.